0: Welcome to Daily Living for Christ, 86,400 seconds in a day. Imagine the possibilities of what your life would become if you dedicated an additional 60 seconds each day to walk closer with Christ. Well, that's what we're here for. We are here to partner with you On your journey to drawing closer to Christ. 86,400 seconds. Are you ready? 86,400 seconds. Are you ready to become what Christ has already declared you are? Let's jump in. Good morning, and welcome back to First Step. How's everybody doing? Want to take this opportunity to just check in with you. I had an interesting week. Actually, it's been an interesting couple of weeks since my conversation with the Holy Spirit in regards to the worthiness. Um, and I've come to understand that That love is key in all that we do. Actually, love is key in all that we are. So today I want to focus my time with you on talking about love. I heard a statement yesterday or the day before, and the statement was, Stated this way. It said love and fear. Are the basis of all emotions. Think about that. Love and fear. Are the basis. Of. All emotions. And God tells us. To choose love. So when you think about. This statement from a believer's standpoint and to help us with our daily walk every single day. We have an opportunity in every moment of the day, all 86,400 moments in a day to choose to walk in love. It is when we choose not to walk in love, that worry, stress, grief, anger, and all those other negative emotions show up. When we choose to step into love, joy, peace, happiness shows up. Why is that? Because God is love, and we were created in the image of God, therefore, we were created to love, and when we are doing things that are outside of what we were created, or when we are operating in a in a in a fear in a in a fierce or an atmosphere of things that we were not created to do. It creates the results of fear. So when I came to you and I had that revelation or just this awakening. The question that came to me, the two questions that came, the first one was, what are you trying to convince yourself or why are you trying to convince yourself? And the thought is, I'm not trying to convince myself now. The thought that came to me was attempting to try to draw me over to the opposite or the other spectrum of love. I am worthy of operating in God's love because I'm a son and you're a son or a daughter. We have been declared righteousness through Christ. It is not of our own righteousness that no one can boast, but it is a righteousness that comes from the creator or comes from God. Therefore, no one can boast in this righteousness. We can only be grateful and thankful for the righteousness that has been bestowed on us. And where does this all evolve from? Where does it all originate from? Where does it all come from? It comes from the aspect of love. It is the lack of love in our communities that causes lack. It is the lack of love in our nation that causes hatred. It is the lack of love in the world that causes, yep, I'm pausing, that causes a lack of unity. At the very essence of everything, if we love one another, there will be no lack. Well, why do you say that? Donald? Well, because if I love my brother and I have a surplus, I am willing to provide for my brothers and sisters out of my surplus. So lack immediately disappears. Think about the early church in the book of Acts when the church had first birthed before any bit of man could get inside of church and twist it. It said that all parties or all the believers had of equalness and they brought everything together so that there was a oneness, so that there was no lack within the group. And it's what we call today, it's called crowdfunding. Today, we put an idea out into the universe, so we put an idea out there, says, Hey, I want to start this business or whatever it is, because it's going to help humanity. So I put it out before people, and people invest out of their hearts or they invest in that cause because why? Because it has triggered something in them through love at the core of what it is we invest in something because of the result that it's going to give us so the world has actually turned it around but at the very beginning of the church we they provided one for another because of the love that they had for each other and the love that they had for Christ and it wasn't until Ananias and Sapphira came in and they lied about what the return was fear came in and says oh well there's there's not going to be enough uh there's going to be a scarcity so we need to hide what we got for the sale of that land and we'll give just enough we'll give enough in there but we'll hold on to what it is in case something happens see that's where fear shows up fear shows up in the actual words of In case something happens, the very essence that we are not willing to walk and agree with 100% of the time of what God, our Father, has declared for us. So as I read a couple of scriptures here, I just want you to just get a really good taste for what's going on. It's Matthew 5, right? Jesus said this, he says, you have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I want to make sure I I really break this thing down, man, because this word neighbor. You have to understand he was talking to the Jewish nation at that time. Their neighbor was other Jews. Their enemies was anyone who was not Jewish. Anyone that was outside of the covenant was of God at the time was an enemy. So Jesus, God. Shows up and reveals to them that you have heard. Of old. In the old. You have heard to love your neighbor or love those that are like you. That have the same thought as you. That has the same mindset as you. That has the same tradition as you. And hate those that do not have the same mind as you. That do not have the same traditions as you. That do not look like you or do not dress like you. Or do not eat the food that you eat or act the way that you act. But Jesus said, but I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you in order that you may be sons of your father who is in heaven because he causes the son to rise, I just want to stop right there because it says, In order that you may be the sons and I'll say daughters of your father who is in heaven. Why did Jesus say in heaven? Because what is on earth does not necessarily always line up to what's in heaven, what is in the spiritual is absolute truth and that truth that's in the spiritual can happen in the natural if we in our in our natural bodies if we align to those spiritual truths we can have what God is seeing that's in heaven there's no lack in heaven there's no anger in heaven there's no grief in heaven there's no sadness in heaven But I say to you, love your enemy. Go outside of your comfort zone. Get outside of those that look like you, those that act like you, those that talk like you. Love them. And love is not a thought. Love is an action. Love is an action and pray for those who persecute you. If that is not the highest form of love, I don't know of any other form of love that could be higher than that, except for giving your life for someone. Because when you pray for that person, if you are truly going to pray for them, you are praying the betterment of that person. You are asking for something that they don't have. And the fact that you can put yourself in a position to pray means that you have tapped into the limitless levels of love that is inside of you or should i say the reservoir of reserves of love that comes through the power of god that is living on the inside of us we all know john 3:16 it said for in this way god the creator of heaven and earth Loved the world, loved the world, loved the world, everything and everything, everybody in it. He loved the world, the differences in races and religions and cultures and sexualities. He loved the world. Therefore, It says, so that he gave. Love gives. Love puts out. I want you to grab this, man. This is so burning inside of me. If we or when we decide to walk in love, we must understand that love puts out. Love is action. Love requires us. Yes, I said requires love. True love requires something of us. Actually, love requires us to get out of our comfort zone. So if you're stuck, I want you to think about this. How much love are you living in? How much love are you Putting out. How much love are you, God, watch this now, extending out? Because if Galatians says, Be not deceived, God, our Father is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, he will also reap. So if you're not putting out love, you can't live in love. But watch this now, if you're putting out fear, fear is going to come to you. So the very thing that you desire to have, you must first model it. You must first put it out. So let me finish. For in this way, God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son in order that everyone i'm not going to even break that word down cuz everyone means everyone who believes in him will not perish but will have eternal life an eternal life jesus said further on in john is this That you may know God and that you may know his love, not in heaven, but that you may know this love on earth. This is eternal life that you will know the father. And why does God say that if you believe in him, if we believe in Jesus, why? Because Jesus, our Christ, was the expression of God's love manifested in the flesh so that humanity could see that love. Because prior to that, under the law, under the old covenant, man could not see that love. Man could not accept that love. They felt that that love was too much for them to even bear. So they wanted to work for that love. But God sent Jesus, the one who lives inside of you. The one that has redeemed us from our old life of fear into his new life of love. So today, I say to you, be encouraged. Be encouraged to know that wherever you are, whatever moment you are in this day, today, I'm not talking about yesterday. Yesterday is, is gone. You can't correct yesterday and you cannot correct tomorrow, but you can operate and make now the greatest moment it is by choosing to love. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daily Living for Christ. where well, we have one purpose and that's to partner with you on your daily walk with Christ. Before you go, I have two questions I want to throw out to you. First, what insights did you gain from this episode? And number two, how will you apply those new insights in your daily walk with Christ? Remember, awareness leads to choice, and choice leads to a decision. 86,400 moments in a day. 86,400 moments in a day. Let today be the day that you increase by one more moment with Christ. Until next time, I'm out.